On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite podcasts and artists in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. And Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're actually listening to right now. On Spotify, you can also follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode. And premium users can download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are. Easily share what you're listening to with your friends on Instagram. So if you haven't already done so, be sure to download the Spotify app, search for your podcast on Spotify, or browse podcasts in your library tab. Also, make sure to follow me so you never miss an episode of Edison 32K Podcast. It was a year, 2009, and it was early September. I just graduated from university, and I was so hyped up. I was excited. Um, all my friends had graduated. I had graduated on time, and the job hunt began. And I applied for hundreds and hundreds of jobs every day, tweaking my resume, making sure that I had everything planned out and working well. And it would took me about two to three months to find my first job. And I had looked and looked locally around the city that I grew up in. Initially, I wanted to live at home with my parents so I could save money and get a job. Um, I did find one job at an aerospace company, but eventually that job didn't work out that well, and I ended up leaving after only two days of working there. But eventually, I expanded my search throughout uh, different cities, um, about two to three hours away from my house, to all the way down to Los Angeles. And uh, I live in a small city called Sacramento at the time, and I couldn't find anything in that city, so I looked all the way down in Los Angeles because I thought to myself, if I look this far, like how am I gonna you know, find a job if I don't look further away, right? So I looked in, in Los Angeles and I ended up finding a small startup company that uh, specialized in nonprofit or organizations with schools, um, and I applied for them. And they looked; they were looking for a entry level um, IT person to help them with all their computer equipment, all their setups, and everything. So I thought, hey, this is this is a perfect fit for me, so I applied. And eventually, I flew down a couple times for interviews, and I only had, I think, a couple hundred dollars in my bank account. I was really poor at the time, and I was only, I think, um, 21 and a half years old. And long story short, I took a risk. I bought my first plane ticket to fly down and stay in a hotel overnight. And on my second interview, I had to fly down one more time, and keep in mind that this company doesn't pay for any of your relocation fees because they're really poor and really cheap and they're also non-profit. Um, eventually, the second time I came down, I put the entire flight on my credit card and I didn't have enough money to, to pay for for the flight. But if I had gotten the job, then I would use my first paycheck to pay for that flight, which was going to be on my credit card. And so long story short, I got the job, um, I came home, packed up all my, my clothes, put everything in the car, just took what I can, and I pretty much found a small little apartment. Um, I remember it cost about um, $900 a month for rent, and it was all the utilities was included. So I didn't even get a chance to look at the, the apartment or anything. I just called them up, gave them all my information, and paid for first month's rent. I actually had to borrow money to pay for this rent. and. Um, Anyway, so I got the job, uh, I checked in, I drove down without telling my dad. He was actually out of the country, but I told my mom, and my mom just wished the best for me. And I told her I had to do this, you know, 
this is something that I have to do because if I don't do it, then I'm never going to be able to grow and, and get a job and make something of my life. So eventually, I did it and I started working. I was so excited. I worked and worked and worked like as hard as I could. I came on time. Um, I dressed appropriately. I tried to read, try to keep my knowledge and my skills up to date. And um, the first couple months was really good. You know, I, I was under this boss. He was teaching teaching me things. Um, and first couple months in, you know, you don't really know what the company is like. They, they don't. You don't know how they're going to treat you. Um, and by the time the fifth or sixth month rolled around, um, I kind of had a weird feeling that I wasn't really getting along with this this boss of mine. And by the time the eighth month came around, um, I got called into the office one day. I got a call from HR, and uh, they said, "Van, we want to go over um, some some uh, things that you wrote in your uh, annual review." And I was like, "Okay, yeah." I was just really honest. Um, I wrote down in my annual review that I felt like I had I had a disconnect with this boss of mine, and that he wasn't really being honest with me, and he wasn't teaching me much, and pretty much he was kind of like an ass to me. Um, and I was trying to my best to just learn everything and, and, and do the best that I could. Um, but I don't think he liked me. And sometimes you can't help it when people don't like you, right? So I got called into the office. Uh, I remember it was 11, about 45 a.m. in the morning on a Friday. And I had been there for almost about 10 months, going on my 10th month, almost a year pretty much. And the HR lady says, oh, Van, close the door. Um, I want to talk to you about something real quick. And I thought, oh, okay, this is gonna be something, something nice. Maybe I'll get a raise or something, or I'll get a promotion, because I've been working really hard, and you know, I try my best. Um, so I closed the door and I said, I'm like, hey, what's going on? Um, so she's like, Van, um, I want to go over this this annual review with you. You wrote down here that you didn't get along with your boss, and we decided to go over the situation and we talked. And uh, unfortunately, due to um, budget cuts and and you know your performance and everything um we're gonna have to let you go this is gonna be your final day a uh, very unfortunate so um you have about 15 minutes if you have any questions um uh please go ahead and just uh let us know um but other than that you have about 15 minutes to go ahead and pack all your clothes pack all your stuff and uh and leave and i was shocked i was so shocked i had no idea that all this was happening to me at the time i was like like dazed out i was zoned out and i was like oh my gosh i have no job now and how am i gonna pay for rent and i had saved up some money but it's like you know i was on my own 100 percent. i had no help no support um so i was scared to be honest and i was i didn't know what to do so i walked to my desk i packed my stuff and i left and you know that wasn't that was the very first time in my life that i had been pushed up against a wall I was backed into a corner I didn't know what to do so at this point I drove home and I was still zoning out I didn't know what to do I went home I sat in my room by myself I was just just sad and at this moment I had two choices right one is to to be sad and cry and mope or number two is just to start planning and calming myself down and think about what I'm gonna do next so eventually I just sat there and sat there and sat there and um, I try to pick myself up slowly. So the story of my first dramatic, I guess traumatizing, uh, I guess being independent by myself happened in LA. But this whole podcast, um, I want to talk about how I dealt with that situation, what I did to 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 be positive, to stay positive, and just kind of like move myself up. And I hope you guys feel inspired, and I hope you guys can take away something from this podcast. So. Um, Tune in to listen.
in this episode of uh, learning how to be independent and what to expect after college when you move out and you're on your own. Thank you, everyone, for tuning again to another episode of Edges in 32K Podcast. Uh, it's been a pleasure, and I'm really grateful, and I appreciate every single one of you guys. Um, you guys just heard the story of how I um, began my working career. I moved out when I was about 21 and a half, and uh, it was a rough journey in the beginning. And, you know, having a job to moving out and having barely enough money in my account to, to pay for rent and having some hope to losing my job and getting laid off um, and not knowing why I got laid off. Um, and then just trying to pick myself up and put everything back together again. Um, and that's just all about being independent. And I wouldn't go back and change a thing because I think these tough times defined me and defined my character. And it gave me a lot of um, room to grow. And I became a lot more confident um, once I got through these tough times. But um, keep in mind that you don't gain wisdom without failure. And you don't just automatically become confident and just know what you're doing in life all of a sudden it takes trial and error it takes a lot of tough times a lot of failure right there's a saying that goes um it's 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 uh get knocked down nine times right get up nine times and and just keep trying for that tenth time so just don't give up and keep believing in yourself so this whole podcast today is just going to be talking about like just learning to be independent and you know, expectations after college. Um, and I think um, being independent, I, I guess it's a big thing in the Western culture, especially here in the United States of America. And um, uh, I guess I've been to a lot of Eastern countries as well. And I think over there, people are more inclined to, I guess, just be with their families and spend time with their parents. And you see a lot of people in their 30s, mid 30s, um, still living with their parents, which is, there's nothing wrong with that at all. I think that you can save a lot of money and you can have a lot of your loved ones around you and you get free cooking, free laundry. You don't have to pay electricity bill, internet bill. You don't have to pay a lot of, a lot of things. Um, but I think I'm just going to talk about um, being independent, you know, and why it's good to be independent and, and just expectations for, you know, if you're going to be moving here or growing up here in the United States. Um, so basically, uh, when I first moved out into my own apartment, um, I... I actually had never seen this apartment before. Um, when I got the job, you guys m noticed that I mentioned in the story that um, I took a risk and bought two plane tickets. And if I didn't get that job, I would have been in debt with, with no money, you know. And at that time, I didn't really ask my parents for money. Um, I worked uh, pretty much when I was like 16 years old. I had a couple of side jobs here and there. I worked in the grocery store, worked as a soccer referee, um, to try to make money on my own terms, you know. And my, my our, our family wasn't that rich um but we barely had enough to to get by you know so um i still appreciate them up until this day but finding your own apartment is the first thing you're gonna have to do because you know you're, you're gonna need a place to live right and uh keep in mind i moved out of my house when i was 21 and a half in la from sacramento to los angeles is about a six six and a half hour drive so in the beginning you know it was hard because i didn't know what to pick i wasn't sure i never had any 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 credit established um i didn't know if anybody would pretty much like let me lease a room but i applied for a bunch of places on craigslist and one place recommended me or they actually accepted me 
And it was a place, I remember it was in a street called Beverly. And it was, it was, it was in Los Angeles. It was a small, like 500, 600 square feet studio, super small. Go in there, a small kitchen, small fridge, and then it's just open and you just, you just sleep there. Um, and uh, I remember the landlord, the landlord was a uh, Filipino lady. And uh, she was like super strict, like, you can't smoke here, you can't do this, can't party. You know, she looked at me because I, I, I looked young, right? But I was just trying to get my foot in the door and just try to establish, establish myself in the, in the working world and, and just try to make something of my life. And I was like, yeah, no problem. Yes, 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 yes. Like, I was just, I mean, I, kn- I knew I wasn't going to do anything crazy. I just wanted to get, get myself going. So that was the first step, was finding your apartment. If you're going to be independent, you got to find your own place to live and, and learn to, like, take care of yourself and pay rent monthly. And, you know, um, not only are you going to be paying rent, right, you're going to be paying the electricity bill, your insurance bill, your cell phone bill, your gas, your car insurance. If you if you have a new car, you got to make car payments. The stuff adds up, right? It's not cheap. And um, it's it's tricky these days because rent is like, super expensive and your salary isn't that much. You know, my entry level salary was only like twenty dollars an hour. It's not much now. Back then it was okay, but you know you gotta sacrifice and start somewhere. So that was my sacrifice. That was my start. And another thing I, is that you learn to like balance your money and, and you learn to save, right? And I think I'm I'm not the best at this, but. When you only have enough money in your account to pay rent every month with nothing left over, you really try to save. So I, I guess at that point in time, I cooked every day. I, I didn't eat as much, and I, I tried to save every every little bit. You know, I tried not to drive as much. Um, I tried to cook more, save for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, came home right away after work. So just little stuff here and there. And you also learn to cook, and you learn to wash your clothes. You learn to organize your house. Because when you live at home, you know, especially with your parents, I don't know about you guys' parents, but when I was at home, my mom would always cook and she would always clean. So she would always wash clothes. So she would do everything for me and for the, my brothers and even my dad, you know. So we kind of took it for granted and we'd just be lazy, right? After we eat dinner, we'd just leave the dishes there. And after we wear our clothes, we'd just throw, take them off, throw them in the basket. And my mom would pretty much do everything. So you take it for granted, but when you, you're out on your own, completely on your own 100% you got to take care of yourself you know you wash your own clothes if you don't wash your own clothes they're going to get dirty and smell if you don't take care of your dishes they're going to smell and and get moldy and it's going to rot and you'll get bacteria and all these unwanted stuff in your house Um, the list goes on and on Um, and another point is that you're going to have to find emotional support in a whole new city all by yourself you know, like you're gonna, you're you're basically leaving your own comfort of your house, right? You're no longer in your nest, and if you're gonna want to learn and see what's out there and grow, and and the only time you can do that is you if is is if you leave your comfort zone, and there's a saying that goes, a person truly never grows until they leave the area where they're they're comfortable in, and I think that's so true because if you're stuck your whole life in the same place, same city, same country, you know. Um, you have someone taking care of you. You have a safety net to fall back on. You're never going to be able to grow. And sure, it's going to be safe, right? But when people talk to you, you know, like, they can sense, you know, how confident you are, um, how much you, 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 you know about your life, how much you know about yourself. And, and I think there's nothing wrong with that at all. But I think just being independent just helps you evolve into a whole new person. And finding this emotional support is really difficult because I remember a couple of times I was a little bit depressed just in my little small studio. Um, 
I didn't have much at by then, but I had good health. I had a job, and I I didn't have any any debt, just a little bit of debt going into to um, my career. Uh, a lot better off than a lot of people were with a lot of debt, or their parents were really poor, didn't have enough money. So I, I was pretty fortunate. So I try to be grateful and remind myself of that, right? So. Another thing is that you're gonna want to try to find something to do and keep yourself busy, right? Because you're basically on your own, so you gotta try to, you know, maybe find like, you know, new tennis partners, new like, um, you know, like basketball partners. So I try to find like a tennis group, and it's funny because ten, twelve years ago, I went to the tennis court and I just started asking people, "Hey, can I hit? Can I hit?" And, and there's another guy that was, he was stretching literally, on a rope and a tree, and he was like, "Yeah, I'll hit with you." And we exchanged numbers, and we kept on playing and playing, and the other people noticed how good how good we were. I mean, we weren't like professionals, but we were definitely not not amateurs or beginners. So at the same time, um, we formed a tennis group, and over time it grew until about like ten, twelve people now. So now we play like on a constant basis. Not now because the coronavirus, but you know we still played a lot. Um, and I think the biggest thing that you can take away from being independent is that it does teach you. How to be confident in your life, and the advantage of being confident is that you know how to make better decisions. You have more wisdom. That's because you failed more and you learned. So the only way you can do that is to move out of your comfort zone and be independent and be on your own. So I can't stress that enough, and I hope that you guys can actually. I'm not telling you guys to go out there and just move out right now and just get a, a get an apartment and just be on your own. Like I was actually forced to do it because I couldn't find any job. Local where I was, or else I'd be staying at home. So I ended up just moving out. And over the years, I paid a lot of money in rent. And uh, I would buy a house if I had enough money saved up. But um, eventually, it'll get there. You know, I'm still not going to give up. Um, so I think you just got to keep trying, right? And you also got to realize that you're a hundred percent in control of your life. So if you have any any issues with your family growing up or anything like you were abused or whatever. I think you got to put that aside and just just make a stand and just move forward, you know. And being in control means that you you whatever you do, it's gonna come back to you, whether it's good or bad. And I think it's a hundred percent, you know, it's it's all you. It's there. So I think another thing is that you you definitely won't have enough money saved up unless you have another job or you do some kind of side gig, or you you open up like a YouTube channel or something, but. You won't be able to save a lot of money, and you won't be able to become rich fast. But you'll you'll earn the respect of a lot of people just being independent and trying to take care of yourself, and just just supporting yourself rather than having somebody else support you. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, so looking back to that time now, comparing until now, I did make a lot of improvements. I improved as a person, uh, both emotionally and intellectually. Um, materialistically, I bought a couple cars, <laughs> but I think I, my house now is a lot bigger. Um, I'm more stable. I have a better job, higher salary, but all that just didn't come out of the blue and didn't come out of nowhere. You know, you really gotta put in your dues and just be on your own. And everything you work hard for on your own is is from your own effort, and you should be really proud of yourself, right? Treat yourself, love yourself, go out and celebrate. Maybe treat yourself to a nice dinner. Um, and just realize that you know all your effort was worth it, right? One of the downsides of being too independent is I think it's hard to make friends, hard to make conne- connections, and you'll end up being alone more. Being alone is not a bad thing, but it's kind of scary in the beginning if you don't have enough money and you're just by yourself. It's good to have some emotional support. 
and then I had a lot of good friends along the way to help me out. Um, even my girlfriend at that time was really, really helpful. She supported me. Um, so I'm forever, forever grateful to her. And, um, I mean, there's so many things that, that have happened in my life that I would not change a thing for because it's defined me and given me character. So I'm really appreciative of those experiences. Um, and the last thing I think is just that you got to learn how to love yourself, you know, being independent. Sometimes you want to give up or you want to, you want to question yourself, question your, 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 your strengths. You want to question your potential, right? But it's times like this that you, you bend and grow and, and become stronger and taller, right? There isn't any single person or creature or successful entity or business in this world that hasn't failed, right? You got to fail. You got to take a risk. And there's a risk to everything, right? bigger the risk, the bigger the reward. So I think you just got to expect after college, uh, if you're going to be in the United States, you're going to you're gonna have a lot of uh, a room to be by yourself. And I think that you just got to try, you know, you just got to do it. And I think there's no one else there that's going to push you. You got to push yourself. So expectations after college is, is, is pretty important to know. Um, even though I've told you guys a couple of important things, I think you won't really truly know until you actually step foot out and do it. So don't be afraid, right? And uh, just use this podcast as some encouragement and s- some positivity in- into your lives. You know, if you're a student and you're, you're 21, 22, about to graduate, you're not sure if you should take the risk, just do it. Because think about it, you know. My parents, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, are, were immigrants that came to this country. And my dad, you know, worked his butt off. He had no money. If he could do it, then, def- then I definitely could do it, right? So there's different considerations you got to take into into the situation, but I think for the most part, um, don't expect like rainbow and, and butterflies and true happiness and, and success. You, you got to really pay your dues and, and just expect the worst, prepare for the worst first, and eventually the road is going to straighten out. But it'll be a lot, a lot uh, very crazy in the beginning. It'll be really bumpy. But eventually, if you don't give up and stay th- steer the course, I think you'll be all right. So that being said, guys, um, I really appreciate you guys tuning into the podcast. Um, and just let me know if you guys want to hear anything else. Um, hope you guys are being safe out there in this rough time right now. And uh, I hope it's getting better. Um, I hope within the next couple of months we can all return back to our normal lives. Definitely things will be different, but for the most part, we can just all stay positive and just keep ourselves busy for the time being. Now, that being said, it's about 11.40 p.m. here on a warm Monday evening. I'll talk to you guys all soon, right? Take care. Have a good night. Bye.